Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Now, here's your host for Golf in the Northwest, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to you all. Glad you are uh, joining us here. A little Golf in the Northwest. It's all about the PGA Championship today. Southern Hills, Oklahoma. Tiger dragging that leg around. Didn't make the cut. He's on the course now this morning with the uh, early rounds going off. They've already delayed uh, things about a half hour. There was some thunderstorms this morning. The weather uh, turning uh, will be completely different uh, today after uh, seeing some sweltering heat. You were seeing guys uh, sweating it up pretty good. The wind has changed direction. It's going to be colder. It's going to be wetter. Uh, and we'll see how the players adjust. So uh, today's pretty much as w- usually the case for the majors. Uh, we go all in on those majors. Uh, we got a lot of uh, audio from uh, from Tiger, uh, from the guys at the top of the leaderboard as well, uh, looking at things uh, in an interesting leaderboard as it is. We'll have a little bit on uh, Ro- or on uh, Phil not being there to defend his title. We did a lot of that last weekend, but uh, guys were there commenting on it, and it seems to be pretty universal, and it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, the tour will go on, and they would like to have Phil there, but um, if Phil's got issues, if he wants to play on the LIV tour, if he wants to do something else, if he needs to go and figure himself out, uh, they will continue to play and, uh, there will need to be an apology of some sorts from Phil, uh, and, uh, some words with the PGA tour. But I think eventually if he wants to, if that's what he wants to do, if whatever beef, whatever grudge he holds can get figured out behind closed doors and he can be contrite, then they will find a way to bring him back and uh, get him back out on tour. If he doesn't, if he's dug his feet in the sand, uh, it might be the last time he's will have played on the PGA Tour. It's pretty amazing. Pretty wild to think that's how he'll go down after one of the most amazing PGA Tour careers we've ever seen. Kind of makes sense, though. Yeah, he did it to himself. I don't think there's anybody that that's going to feel... Speaking more to his legacy. I mean, that's kind of who he is, right? He's, he's kind of cheap. He kind of does everything for money. His legacy is something that seems like it's secondary to him making profit. And this, actually, you know what? 
This is probably the perfect way for him to go out, actually. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. Those that appreciated the golf that he played, uh, you don't want to see this. Uh, and and this. Well, it's happening. I know. I know. Sorry. So anyway, well, I've, uh, Rory had some thoughts on it. Uh, he was asked in his uh, pre-tournament interview about him not being there, and I think he summed it up about as well as uh, any of the players on tour. Uh, there is one other tour going on. We'll recap the events from last week. Also, the uh, NCAA uh, Division One Championship tournaments, the women are playing this week. The men play next week. Uh, the Oregon women are the number two seed. So today is day two. We'll update that as uh, they are looking for their first uh, women's national championship. Of course, the men grabbed one uh, a few years back. And uh, we'll set things up. Uh, no show next Saturday. We're taking uh, Memorial Day weekend off. And uh, hopefully with the weather perking up this weekend, it stays in place. So hopefully you've got your tea time secured. I am uh, set to get out to uh, my friends out there at Forest Hills tomorrow. We have an 11.08 tea time. And it'll be a good chance to just see where the game is. Not having played nearly as much as I had played by this point last year. Last year, I was ready to go. I was like all dialed in at this point. It's like, okay, let's sharpen it up. It's pretty loose. It's pretty scratchy. I got out there the other earlier in the week. And I was like, oh, man, we're just way out of sync. What is your routine before you go play? Um, I like to get there 45 minutes ahead of time. I, I need to swing. I need to swing a lot. I know Harold would said, eh, if you're warming up, just get the body warm. No, I need to have a lot of swings, uh, and, and get a good feeling. Uh, I like to work on the greens quite a bit and at four stills, they do a really good job of the practice greens. They keep just like the greens. There's, there's some places where the practice greens, they kind of forget about, but if they roll them, if they cut them, whatever they're doing to the greens on the course, they will do the same thing to their practice greens. And there's three different practice greens there, which is nice. There's a little bit of room for everybody to get around. Uh, and so, yeah, they you will, if you practice over there 15, 20 minutes on the greens, short stuff, as well as then medium distance, you know, 10 to 15 feet, and then lag putting 25 to 35 feet. So I like to spend, you know, five minutes or so trying to dial that in as best I can and then have a good feel for it for a head out. What do you have for breakfast? Uh, I, I have my normal breakfast. What's your normal breakfast? Uh, we do a little uh, scrambled eggs Florentine with some spinach, a little bit of cheese, and then we oh. have uh, we have some uh, gourmet organic chicken breakfast sausages. Holy moly! Well, see now you're eating right for a very a very robust day of activities. So yeah, you get a lot of good proteins in your system because you're gonna be walking a lot. You're gonna be you're gonna walking, be and then I usually have a little snack bag of uh, mixed nuts that I take with me out on the course, mm. so I can just uh, you know keep that going if you get a little peckish. Oh, so yeah. Is that okay for you to eat on the course? Yeah. Oh, okay. You see, guys, they got whoever they have their prep, whether it's a lot of them, you know, it's just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or something. Yeah, you'll right. see bananas. A lot of guys eat, but I hate bananas like even on the tour. Like today they'll, they'll Oh yeah. yeah. You'll see oh, okay. them. Yeah. You'll catch them going off. Like if they start marching off the tee box, you know, around the turn. Yeah. You'll see them. They, that's part of, as they plan things out, keeping stuff in your system. So you have energy. You don't want to be lacking. I feel like that's something that's new to golf, at least, you know, relatively, obviously. But, like, the idea of... They just never showed it on TV. 
Really? Because like yeah. I think that pairs along with the whole revelation of golfers being like, oh, yeah, if I take care of my body, I might be able to play better. And if I work out and I add muscle mass and I do X, Y and Z and I feel like eating on tour, eating like good stuff on tour. Well, as opposed to the old days when that. they were just, uh, you know, smoking darts and yeah. yeah. Or there was the guy. Uh, <laughs> John Daly. Eating John a Daly. Uh, it was like 21 cigarettes. Uh, Dirt had this the other day on the show. And he was like, guy followed him around. I think it was the first round uh, when he shot two under or something. And he, he had 21 cigarettes, like 12 Diet Cokes, and not an ounce of water. What do you think that man runs on? I, I don't know. I mean, I know you just listed out everything. It's but pretty like, much, yeah, it's, it's Diet Coke and heaters. Oh my gosh. Cokes and that cokes and smokes, man. There, there has to be some demented form of concentration and like Zen focus that that well, like all builds up. Like after the eleventh cigarette, it all starts yeah. to come to him, and I, he's like, "Oh, I don't know." I, fortunately, I haven't been you know cursed with the addictive issues that he's had in his life. So, eh. but yeah, he looks like he's having a good time. Yeah. I hope he's had a good time because he's lived a hard life. But, uh, yeah, the 1991 PGA champion, seventh alternate, got into the field at Crooked Stick back in 1991 and uh, burst onto the scene. And so it was fun to see him amongst the leaders on day one. So plenty many, to get to. How many majors has he won, by the way? Two. He won a U.S. Open. Oh, or a uh, British Open, pardon me. He won a British Open as well. Okay. So he's uh, won two majors and just – a ridiculously gifted natural golfer, but certainly not anyone that you would uh, pattern after if you were a teaching pro. That's just that's just gifts, and uh, certainly he'd be the first one to tell you had he, you know, taken better care of things, probably would have uh, more trophies in the case. But we all have our uh, crosses to bear in life. Mm. So plenty to get to. We will take our time working through it. They are underway. Day three, Southern Hills, uh, one of the classic venues, hosting many, many, many majors uh, uh, over its years. And uh, after the Gil Hance redesign, uh, they've lengthened it out near 7,500 yards. We'll see where they move some of the tees today with the changes in the wind. Uh, but you've got three of the four par threes are over 220 yards, which is ridiculous to the average golfer. You've got a 650 some odd yard par five uh, that's turned into a three shot par five for most of the guys. Although Rory did get it in two on day one. So without further ado, let's go inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is inside the ropes, part of golf in the Northwest. So just uh, two tours in action today. We'll look back to last weekend, uh, the first major of the year on the Champions Tour, and it was a cakewalk for Steve Stricker. He goes wire to wire. It is his fourth major title on the Champions Tour in 10 starts. He finished 21 under, six strokes ahead of the runner-up, Padraig Harrington, who was in his first uh, major championship start uh, on the Champions Tour uh stricker now looks like he's fully healthy he had a six-month absence due to a strange illness that was quite dire he was in the hospital for a while lost a ton of weight um not covid related i don't know that they ever figured out what it truly was but fortunately uh, for him and his family he's back healthy and certainly looked the part so uh he led wire to wire uh in uh his starts at <laughs> the uh region's tradition runners up 
uh, runner-up finishes in 2018-2021, victories in 2019-2022. Obviously, in 2020, they didn't play it uh, due to COVID. And so, uh, yeah, he has been on form. He has uh, led. uh, He's played three events since he came back, and he's led the tournament. He led it after all four rounds. Two of the three rounds at the Insperity Invitational where he finished tied for second. So six of the ten rounds he's played since he's come back from illness, he has been the leader after that round. And so uh, I imagine if he builds up some strength, we'll see him at a PGA Tour event or two as well. LPGA last week, uh, they were in uh, New Jersey for the Founders Cup, and Minji Lee finally broke through, got the victory. She had been knocking on the door all season long. Uh, Three birdies, no bogeys on the back nine, held off a challenge from Lexi Thompson in a 19-under, a two-shot victory. That vaults her to number one in the uh, race to the CME Globe, the points race, and she's now fourth in the World Golf Rankings. Seven starts this season. Her worst finish was 23rd. Uh, at the JD, JTBC Classic, uh, three top tens, a second in her opening event, a third at the LA Open. She was 12th at the Chevron Championship, so has been a model of consistency. Finally, though, uh, able to gut one out and uh, close and finish down the stretch. So the women will be in Las Vegas next week. They will have their match play event. Uh, presented by uh, the Bank of Hope LPGA Match Play. And that will be the tune-up for the U.S. Women's Open June 2nd out at Southern Pines uh, in North Carolina uh, there and part of that huge uh, Pinehurst complex. Uh, They are looking forward to that. So our next show, uh, we will be focused in on the U.S. Women's Open. And it's always interesting. I always find it interesting uh, that the match play is right before a major. I find it odd that the uh, PGA Tour does that as well with – uh, before the mass, two weeks before the Masters, they're playing the match play event, and I've always thought that those were odd places for the match play. I'd rather see it uh, at a different time on the schedule, um, but maybe it's—I don't know—it's hard to schedule. The schedule is uh, gets tougher and tougher for these tours uh, by the year. So the uh, the Advent Health Championship going on on the Corn Ferry Tour. They are in Kansas City, Missouri, playing Blue Hills Country Club. Trevor Cohn, who is a uh, Corn Ferry Tour veteran, four years. Uh, he has the lead at 12 under a par, looking for his second win on tour, uh, trying to uh, find his way to the PGA Tour for the first time. Last week, it was Anders Albertson who got his first win in four years. And uh, a nice finish uh, by Scotty Harrington. Had a great weekend. Climbed up to a tie for 13. That jumped him four or eight spots. He's now 40th uh, in the uh, tour rankings. Obviously, the top 25 will get their PGA Tour cards as uh, he looks to get back onto the PGA Tour. Still looking for his first Corn Ferry Tour win, but uh, starting to see him play more consistently. And we wish him the best. Hopefully, uh, as the tour moves a little bit west with events in Utah and Colorado, uh, we will see him have some success there and uh, get a chance to play his way back onto the tour. All right, PGA Championship leaderboard. Will Zalatoris, an unbelievable bogey-free 65 on Round two on Friday, nine under par. He is one shot clear of Mito Pereira playing in his second ever major uh, out of Chile. He had a 64, uh, and that was not the best round of the day. 
but at eight under par. He is in the final group today with Will. They will go off at, uh, uh, I believe, 11.50 p.m. Let's get our uh, timetable switched here. Come on, computer. Yes, 11.50 this morning. They pushed back the uh, start times for the groups. Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson will be in the second-to-last group at 11.40. Justin Thomas, six under. And he is the only one. Uh, up there of those top five, six guys that had the bad weather draw in the first two rounds. He played in the worst of the wind and the gusts uh, and was able to scratch out a pair of three under 67s. And so you got to like his position, especially today now with the wind shifting, his ability to work the ball, create shots, his creativity and his imagination will be put to the test today if he can avoid having to play out of the bunkers, and he'll tell you about that. That's maybe been the biggest concern amongst players uh, is the condition of those bunkers. Bubba Watson had the round of the day. He tied the course record, a 763. That included two bogeys, so he made nine birdies yesterday, five under par. Uh, The two-time Masters winner looking for a third major championship. Some thought that uh, maybe those days are over, but uh, Bubba got the uh, putter going, uh, was able to work the ball through the wind as well. Rory McIlroy, the first-round leader, was set up to maybe run away from the field but struggled with a 1-over-71 in round two. Uh, How will he respond? He will uh, play with Abraham Answer. And then Davis Riley at four under par. So those are the guys that are within five shots of the lead. And uh, we'll tell you more about how important it has been for the winner to have that lead at 36 holes as uh, we dive into uh, some of the nitty gritty here. Also, we mentioned the uh, NCAA Division I Women's Championship Tournament going on. It is day two. So there's an individual championship uh, going on to produce a medalist and then the uh, team championship. So they will play uh, a round two today. Play is underway. The Oregon Ducks were the two seed coming in, but right now struggling a bit. They were seventh uh, after day one. They are right now ninth on the course playing uh, holes three through six. They're two over today, plus 11. The top eight teams will advance to match play starting on Monday. And so uh, the Oregon women are going to need to pick it up here on day two uh, if they want to get into that team final. Uh, Stanford's the number one seed. They are second. Texas A&M is your leader, and they will start uh, playing a little bit later today. UCLA tied for third, So and Southern California right now seventh. So the Pac-12 well represented at the division one women's championships congratulations to the ducks men they have qualified out of the stockton regional they will be in the men's national championship next week both these tournaments being played at gray hot golf club down there in scottsdale arizona Uh, that has uh, been the home uh, for the last several years for this event and uh, oregon state unfortunately their teams did not qualify out of the regional so that's what's going on let's take a break when we come back let's hear from some of the leaders uh, at the pga championship their thoughts on how this course redesigned in 2019 is playing and what it will take for them to uh, remain atop the leaderboard giving themselves a chance to be in contention for a major title come sunday it is golf in the northwest here on 1080 the fan 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 821 here this morning. Golf in the Northwest. Center and Saint to follow us. And then uh, tonight, 5 o'clock here on The Fan, it will be Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Tied up at 1 between uh, the Heat and the Celtics uh, back in Boston. Uh, And then Game 3 tomorrow night. 530 of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, that'll be here for you as well. Over on 910, it'll be uh, the Oregon Ducks with their last uh, regular season baseball game. They got the victory uh, over Arizona last night, so they appear to have locked up the number four seed in the uh, first ever Pac-12 postseason baseball tournament. That'll get underway Wednesday down in Scottsdale. Uh, so the Ducks will be the one seed there. Oregon State uh, trying to hold on to the one seed. Uh, it has been a, a rough finish for the Beavers, who've been uh, the number two team in the country almost all season long. They might drop a little bit, but they will host a regional for sure. Let's go, Beavers! So, yep, they need uh, need the offense to get into gear. UCLA's uh, been a little uh, little much for them. But then, anyway, back to golf. Uh, the PGA Championship here, 36 holes through. Uh, early rounds going on right now. The weather, probably the biggest factor of note today uh, after uh, being in the uh, upper 80s, sweltering humidity. Uh, the wind has shifted directions, but they had thunderstorms overnight early this morning, not forced delay. Tiger Woods right now, he's on the sixth hole. He's even par for the day at plus four, or actually one over. Uh, he had a nice little finish in uh, round two in order to make the cut after a double bogey uh, to start the back nine there on the par three, able to find birdies on 13 and 16 coming in. But uh, certainly uh, does not look the part uh, of what we have seen Tiger Woods. We were just glad to see him at the Masters the last time he played, but a double bogey there on six, the par three six, that has dropped him back to plus six, he is three over today. 
Uh, you've got to think the cold weather, the wind not helping, the back, the leg, all of those things. We'll start there uh, with Tiger. Uh, this was him. Uh, he had a rough start, uh, a four over 74 in round one. Curious if he was going to be able to make the cut. And it was uh, pretty simply all about the leg after round one. Um, yeah, my leg is not, not feeling as good as I would like it to be. Um, we'll start the recovery process and get after it tomorrow. Fortunately, played early on round one, late on round two. So he was able to, one, not be out in the worst of the weather, uh, but two, had a little bit more recovery time. Uh, and then was able to get it in one under 69 with birdie, a couple of birdies down the stretch on his second round. And uh, he stopped by. This was his post-round interview with Michael Eves on the coverage on ESPN. You could tell you were frustrated yesterday with the way you finished the second nine yesterday, came in here today, but you were grinding hard those last eight, seven holes as well. What went into that final stretch to make sure you did play the weekend here? Well, I knew what the number was. And I just didn't need to go out there and do it. And, uh, Start off the back nine exactly where I wanted to, made birdie at 10, then uh, almost whip hooked it on there and on 11 and made double. And uh, next thing you know, I'm outside the cut line. So um, I had to grind and go to work, and uh, I did and uh, made it. And uh, hopefully this weekend I can get a hot weekend with some tough conditions, and uh, you never know. You were saying yesterday that your right leg, you can't really load on it. How is that manifesting itself in your golf swing in terms of what it's not allowing you to do? There's a lot of things, uh, but it's just the way it is. You know, I've, uh, you know, luckily I've, I've, over the course of my career, I've used my hands, you know, quite well and um, got to rely on feel and hit shots. And when you're out there and, you know, it's just about hitting the ball the right number and, and getting it done. And um, I know it wasn't exactly the way I wanted it to be. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't like what you saw what Bob was doing out there right now. It wasn't that, but um and hopefully I can do that this weekend. Unfortunately, you've had a career of playing through injuries, and you've played well in that, and that's the expectation you take to the golf course. But indulge us mere mortals for a second. How are you able to always tap into that mental side where you're able to ignore what's going on physically and still perform at a high level? Well, there's a mission. The mission is to go ahead and win this thing somehow. And uh, I know it sometimes it doesn't exactly feel well, uh, but, hey, that's just the way it is. That's, that's life. That's sports, you know, where we uh, – we, we, we push it, and um, you know, sometimes it breaks, and then, uh, but that's okay. You know, you know, get back on, get back out there, and that's why I got a great PT staff, and they, you know, I'm, I'm really good at breaking things, they're really good at fixing things, so it's a great relationship. All right, do you want Bubba to break this record or not? Oh hell yeah! Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah! Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're gonna see. He's got the putt for 62. Tiger and Raymond Floyd 63. Good luck right. this weekend. Thanks, Mike. See you, buddy. So there you go. Again, uh, that was ESPN's coverage. Bubba was playing in the group behind him, finishing up. He did have a, a lengthy putt on 18 to set the course record at 62. And, uh, and boy, you see all aspects of Tiger there. He realizes now his body is just, he's beat the hell out of it to do what he did uh, in, in one of the most amazing golf careers we will ever see. Uh, whether you think it's the best or not up there with, with Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer and Ben Hogan. Okay. That's a, we'll debate that. We can debate that till the cows come home. Nobody was more dominant. I don't think in his time than tiger was that run he had um, when he had the tiger slam. I don't know if we'll ever see that again, but you see the mind and the competitiveness of the athlete in him. Still, everything is geared towards winning. He has not given up that ghost, but yet, 
he's starting to realize, boy, I don't know if my how much more my body is going to be able to give me. And he talked about that uh, at his post-round presser as well. People were just so you know, appreciative when he is able to get out there, but how much longer can we really expect him to be out there? I'm not going to be playing a lot of tournaments going forward. Uh, they're going to be the biggest tournaments. And um, I want to be able to play the major championships. I've always loved playing them. And, you know, coming back here to a, a place that I've had success on and uh, to play against the best players in the world, that's what, you know, we all want to be able to do. And um, fortunately enough, you know, I'm able to somehow somehow do it. I've had a great PT staff that has put Humpty Dumpty back together and um, you know uh, you know we'll go out there tomorrow and hopefully tomorrow I can do something like what Bubba did today. So he's always has that mentality of that that breakthrough round is right there. It's capable. It's still possible. Uh, but will his body be able to do it? And and you can uh, chime in on the text line 503-250-1080 is it still a thrill just to see Tiger get out there and be able to compete in these? Is he still the draw or uh, is there going to be uh, the law of diminishing returns if he continues to go out there and has to fight everything just to make cuts? Is there a point in time where you don't want to see that tarnish his legacy? His legacy is set um, and where it just becomes more ceremonial at some point. Uh, his back, his leg, he's starting to turn into Freddie Couples a little bit where once Freddie's back went out and you never knew if it was going to be holed up, he'd come out and he'd have a great round and uh, at the Masters or something. But uh, eventually just time and, and being on it for four straight days just wears him down so much faster than it would otherwise that he's unable to be competitive. I'm curious to know, Do you, is it still there to see him do that, just to have him in? Your eyes are going to be drawn. Is this the week that maybe the body responds a little better? I don't know how much more time will help heal the leg and the back. Um, you know, he's still obviously working out. He's still bulked up, you know, from the shoulders and the arms. So he's still putting a lot of torque on things. He hasn't. He's forced to adjust his swing from what his body can and can't do, but he's still uh, looking to get out there at, you know, 7,500 yards and still bomb it by guys. So I'm curious to know how much more before we start saying, Tiger, thanks for everything. It's time to uh, go do the next thing, whether it's hosting more tournaments, whether he wants to go into the booth, be part of the TV, whatever he wants to do. If he wants to redesign, go into golf uh, architecture. I know he's got a couple of courses. He's got plenty uh, that he w can still do in the game of golf. At what point does it become time to start looking at that? Um, and, and what will it take for him to maybe contemplate that? We know not in the immediate future. He still thinks he wants to get back. He wants to prove, I think, to himself he can come back from this yet again. So uh, time to hear from the leaders. We'll make the turn here. Round three at Southern Hills going on. Doesn't look anything like it did the other day. Uh, it's colder. Guys are uh, vested up long sleeves. The wind has switched directions. How much more difficult will it play on Saturday and Sunday? We'll hear from the leaders as we continue on. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.33 here this morning. Jason Swigard here with you till the top of the hour. Center and Saint will uh, take over as we are uh, enjoying the 104th PGA Championship. Will Zalatoris is your leader at nine under par, a bogey free, 565 in round two to shoot to the top of the leaderboard. And that is uh, very important, very significant. Uh, the youngster still looking for his first PGA Tour victory of any kind. He finished uh, second in the 2021 Masters. He was second this year at the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, the team event in New Orleans, the Zurich Classic, he finished tied for fourth. He got to the uh, quarterfinals of the uh, match play championships. We've seen him go low before. And uh, another one of those guys, uh, that you just think at 25, it's simply a matter of time. And will it be like Scotty Scheffler? Once he gets that first one, he's going to string off a, a bunch in uh, in order. Grew up in San Francisco, but uh, played out at Wake Forest in that storied program out there. Uh, 30th in the world golf rankings. He's 21st uh, in the uh, FedEx cup rankings. And so uh, we've seen him flirting around, getting that first victory. Could it be at a major? Uh, he's always uh, performed well uh, throughout his career, despite eight majors. And so he caught up with Michael leaves of ESPN, his post round interview after grabbing the lead on Friday. Well, last week, Will Zalatoris missed the cut uh, down there in Dallas, and all of a sudden now you've got a one-stroke lead going into the third round of the PJ Championship. How are you playing so well here? 
I love this place. You know, I, I won the transmitter in 2014. Um, you know, it's it's right in front of you, but it's obviously it's it's tough. I lucked out today with the draw for sure. Um, you know, basically playing 11 on with barely any wind. Um, but obviously, uh, when I got out of position, I made the most of it today. We always talk about you and your ball strike and how great it is. And if you putt well, you have a chance to win anytime you tee it up. You were 18 for 18 inside 10 feet today, and you're leading the field in shots gained putting. Why are you putting so well here? Uh, probably because I threw a bunch of clubs after uh, missing the cut last week at home in my own bed. No, I, uh, I uh, kind of dug it out of the dirt with my coach Josh Gregory and uh, talked a bunch. And um, you know, we found a little something on video, and uh, obviously, it's nice to see it pay off. You've got four top tens and seven career major starts prior to coming here at Southern Hills. How will that experience impact what you do these next two days? Yeah, just enjoy it. Um, you know, when I took the solo lead on uh, 12, I mean, I, we've got so much golf ahead of us. Um, but I told my caddy, it's just, hey, let's enjoy this. My first Masters, obviously, I finished runner-up, and our whole mission that week is just to enjoy the experience. So um, kind of keep that same attitude going into this weekend. And so that's so key in a major to be able to keep kind of perspective hole to hole. We'll hear from Bubba in a little bit after he set the court's record. But uh, knowing how dramatically things can shift at a major at any given time, there are a lot of double bogeys. We've seen a lot of uh, big numbers on specific holes. If you get out of position, there are huge, giant, wide fairways uh, but a lot of slope and a ton of slope on the greens uh, and the bunkers themselves uh, have been an issue for the players. If there's one complaint that we've heard, it's it's that. Uh, but you talk about having the 36-hole lead in its uh, history at Southern Hills. Uh, major champions that have won there have nearly all held the first-round lead. Tiger, when he won the PGA in 2007. Retief Goosen was tied for first in the 2001 U.S. Open. Nick Price and Raymond Floyd were tied for first when they won their PGAs. Hubert Green, 77 U.S. Open. Uh, Dave Stockton in 1970. And Tommy Bolt, the 1958 U.S. Open. And so uh, it is a course where if you can get out in front, Granted, it's only a one-shot lead, but there's only there is a gap. Uh, there's only five, six guys within five shots of him right now, and uh, if he can continue to putt at the rate that he is going, he made uh, so far he's made uh, 213 feet of putts uh, in the first two rounds. That is fourth. So if he can dial it in, not have to be too precise uh, with the approaches. Um, he's getting close enough. He's still third on his approach shots at uh, 29 feet, basically average uh, proximity to the hole on the approaches. And so if he can uh, continue that uh, while rolling it in, uh, that is a good formula. Uh, one, to make a lot of pars if you do get out of position, because now with some rain, some moisture, that rough uh, is going to be a lot more difficult. It will put a premium on driving accuracy. Uh, the one player that might be in the best position, I think the guys, a lot of guys are looking at, certainly from a betting angle, Justin Thomas played in the bad weather draw. He got the worst of the win and put together back-to-back -to -back three under 67s. He talked with Marty Smith after his round, appreciative of uh, what he's done so far, but knows it's going to be a grind to get his second major of his career. I mean, we're only halfway, it's, so I can't. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a nice start, and it's uh, – sure beats you know 270s to start my tournament but 
only halfway and have a lot of golf left. But if I just keep doing what I'm doing and, and staying patient, then, um, you know, I'm excited for the week. And then he talked, uh, not sure how many people saw uh, ESPN's coverage, uh, the alternate coverage with Joe Buck and Michael Collins, America's caddy. I loved it, and I hope we see Joe Buck being used by ESPN now that he's there uh, in this fashion for a lot more things. I think he is a perfect guy to uh, host, whether he joins the Manning casts. uh, Well, he won't be on that. He'll be on the call. But for baseball... Uh, I don't need to see A-Rod anymore. Put Joe Buck on this alternate thing. He's called a ton of games and all the World Series for the last, I don't know, two decades almost. Uh, But he was with Michael Collins, who we love and adore as America's caddy. Uh, They talked with Justin after his round, talking about being able to score through the wind. I just tried to make the best of it. I I mean, I I was in the tough side at the players. I was definitely at the tough side at Augusta. And it's just like, it's... I've been I've been in it before where I feel like I've let it affect me too much and I, I just really just try to embrace it and just say, All right, well let's just try to be the best out of your way. Let's try to, you know, play as good as you can and let's try to win the golf tournament from the bad draw or let you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. I mean at the end of the day, it, it's it's not gonna be probably that big of a deal, but I know that I was playing well enough where I um I didn't need to let something like that affect me. And he, Justin's starting to be able to get a little bit more perspective. He ran hot. He still runs hot under the collar uh, when things aren't going well. He'll let you know exactly what's going on. Uh, but he's getting better at that. Uh, I know his caddy helps uh, quite a bit. He's He's been on the bag for a while now, uh, starting to be able to temper him out just a little bit. The one actual issue with the golf course, though, that we've heard from several players uh, a lot of redesigning was done by Gil Hans with the bunkers trying to restore them to the original state, but moving a lot of them so they will be in play as they lengthened this course uh, about 300 yards from where it played, 300, 350 from where it played when Tiger won the PGA in 2007. And uh, Justin explained what the current issues are with the bunkers. They're um, They're very, very inconsistent. Some of them have... A lot of sand some of them have no sand um but there's a lot of pebbles in them to where you cannot spin the ball you just you can't it's the ball it they kind of get between the the club and the, and the ball and then the sand goes everywhere you probably see guys non-stop kind of wiping off the greens i mean pebbles are literally all over the place it's it's out of control on the greens. so it's it's definitely the most difficult bunkers i've played out of but it's just for the sake of kind of the texture of the sand is something that none of us have played in. And so that will be, obviously you get that. That means the grooves uh, aren't able to do their work, creating spin. We've seen guys, especially at the masters, but also out in Florida where you have that just a pure, a real fine bunker sand where they can uh, manipulate it and get those balls to uh, stop on a dime coming out of bunkers. But if you're short sided with these bunkers this week, uh, you're, I don't know how many people are going to be able to, to sand save. The first thing, don't hit it in the sand. Will Zalatoris, uh, two for two on sand saves. Mito Pereira uh, has not hit it in the sand. And so if he can keep that up, that's going to be key. But uh, avoiding those bunkers, I think will come in more into play on the par threes due to the length of the par threes. We mentioned three of the four over 220 yards. We'll see as the wind uh, is in play from a different direction if they move some of those tees for today. But 
uh, that's going to be crucial. Accuracy will be even more important, uh, giving yourself a chance to uh, have birdie looks, but more importantly, avoid uh, double bogeys. Uh, and when you hit it in the sand and if you can't control the spin of the ball, get it to stop where you want it to with all of the slope that is in play on these greens, uh, you get in the wrong side and you'll see if guys are going to be a little bit more defensive on their approaches. Uh, the one thing that'll mitigate that is if there is moisture and the greens are holding and guys can fire at pins, uh, if they can get in the right position off the tee, that will uh, be a little bit more advantageous to them if this weather situation temperatures around 60, 50% chance of rain here today. Uh, so that'll be one of the more strategic things that we look at uh, down the road. When we come back, we'll finish up. We'll hear from Bubba. We'll hear from Mito Pereira in his second ever uh, major out of Chile, what his thoughts are, as well as Rory. Looked like everybody was ready to finally crown him, give him another major. He's back to being maybe the best player in the world. Uh, and then Friday happened not so fast. We'll hear thoughts on him as we uh, take you down, getting ready for the leaders to start teeing off here at the 104th PGA Championship a little bit later this morning. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This is Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8.47 here this morning. Wrapping things up. Center and Saint coming up at the top of the hour. I'm sure they will continue uh, the PGA Championship discussion. Nothing really else going on in the world of sports. Not, uh, not old men beefing over or, you students. know, the NBA Conference Finals. The NBA finals Conference or... Finals, Stanley Cup uh, playoffs going on. You know, it'll be two more hours. I'm sure you'll uh, enjoy it with their uh, insight as well. Uh, a couple of foursomes remain. A little plug for my boys, Dirt and Sprague. Uh, their day out at Persimmon will be Monday, June 6th. Uh, and uh, there are a couple of foursomes left uh, available for you to sign up at at 1080thefan.com. Uh, and if you guys get in there, that means uh, I won't come out and spoil the event. So, uh so yeah, because that is the that's the first day of the summer of swag beginning, and so you described everybody the summer of swag. Uh, the, the last several years, uh, with uh, with the time I've been here, the uh, the vacation time I've accumulated, uh, very hard and difficult with all of my other duties, uh, my other side gigs, to uh, be able to uh, take you know full full on vacations. And so I uh, just decided to uh, start taking Mondays off between Memorial Day and Labor Day. And summers around here, usually, 
uh, are the best time, one of the best places to be. So three-day weekend, go to the coast, uh, go to go to Central Oregon, head up to Seattle, wherever you want to be. Uh, found it to be much more restorative and rejuvenating uh, during the slower time of the sports year, at least here in the Northwest. And so, uh, so yeah, so Monday, June 6th, you can go to 1080thefan.com, uh, get out there. The boys will do the show live out there in the morning, and then um, we'll be uh, teeing off and uh, playing with you guys and hang around, uh, carouse a little bit afterwards. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check out Persimmon, uh, and uh, if you're interested, maybe looking at a membership at one of the uh, nicer country clubs uh, around the area, an opportunity for you to uh, get out on the course and take it in, see everything that's going on out there. So, so yeah, but, uh, you know, they said, are you playing? And I'm like, well, if you guys fill it up, if all the listeners want to come out, I'm not going to crash your party. But uh, if there's an opening, eh, you might see me out there on Monday morning. Okay. All right. The summer of swag is a wonderful thing. Is it? Yeah. I look forward to it. There's no better feeling than Sunday, Sunday late afternoon, knowing I that alarm is not going off at 4.30 in the morning. Do you, like, why wouldn't you just accumulate it all into, like, like, how much would it be all the days off? Uh, what do you mean? How many days is it? Uh, well, the number of days, uh, if you go, if you take out holidays, I think the 4th of July is on a Monday this year, so I don't have to take that. It's usually 12 or 13. Why wouldn't you just take a whole half month off uh, and just go on a bender? Well, to do, but that require like if I were to go to somewhere, that's a big expense. Yeah. Like if I'm just doing. Still getting paid here though. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's a big expense. So yeah. if you go somewhere like worthy of going somewhere for a week and a half. Yeah. So, you know. Okay. I'd just rather, no, it's fun. Summer's fun to be here. Here? Well, that, and I still, I'm still doing the hops. So, uh, you know, I can't like take off. They're usually on one week, home one week, on the road the next week. So, I see. I see. So, yeah, a lot of other things going on. Uh, but we uh, get you set for the leaders' ting off again. 11:50 will be the final group. It'll be Will Zalatoris and Mito Pereira. Most of you aren't familiar with Pereira out of Chile. He played growing up with Joaquin Neiman, who has had his breakthrough. Uh, Pereira, in just his second uh, major, finds himself one off the lead. Uh, talked about what it took to get here and how he's playing. Hitting the ball really well, so if I can just put a one day of good putting, something like this comes up. So just really happy of how I ended up playing today. The conditions are going to change a little bit. The wind's going to change. It's going to be a little bit colder. But uh, I think I'll just uh, try to do the same I've been doing. Um, been hitting the ball really well. So I think that's a, a really strength coming up to the weekend. Uh, and yeah, not, not, not to change anything. And that's the trick. I think it'll be good playing with Will. I think a lot of the uh, galleries, the media focus will be on the two groups in front of him, two or three groups where you've got Rory, you've got Justin Thomas, you've got Bubba Watson. I think there'll be a lot more focus on them. And so he might be able to uh, kind of cruise back there at least today. And then we'll see where he finds himself uh, come Sunday. Rory roared out of the gates, uh, grabbed the first round lead, thought he was in good position. This is how he was feeling after that opening bogey free 65. Yeah, look, it was it was a great start to the tournament. Um, you know, I've been playing well coming in here. You know, I've been carrying some good form. Um, obviously, that took a lot from that last round at Augusta. Played well up in D.C. at the Wells Fargo there. So, um, 
I'm playing good in the practice rounds earlier this week. So I just, I think when your game's feeling like that, it's just a matter of going out there and really, you know, sticking to your game plan, executing as well as you possibly can, and um, just sort of staying in your, in your own little world. And, um, you know, I did that really well today. It was nice to get off to that good start and, uh, and sort of keep it going. Um, I feel like this course, it, it lets you be pretty aggressive off the tee if you want to be. So I, I hit, hit quite a lot of drivers out there and, and took advantage of my length and, um, you know, finished that off with some nice iron play and um, some nice putting. Unable to do that in the second round. After uh, round one, Rory hit 10 of 14 fairways. He only hit six of 14 in round two. So uh, that aggressiveness got the best of him, and that didn't put him in position. Uh, Love that Paul McGinley is now part of the uh, Golf Channel coverage. Uh, He's been a Ryder Cup captain for the European squad, uh, as well as an accomplished golfer in his own right. He provided some insight of where things went wrong for Rory after round too hitting the ball really well so if i can just put a one day of or not all right well little uh issues there that was mito Pereira again let some uh some now that's me i was copying a bunch of stuff in it double copied uh but uh really that iron play that he talked about being uh so uh in form that deserted him in round two, Rory just uh, 11 of 18 in greens in regulation. And we talked about the fact you can't be out of position the way that the bunkers were playing, the slope of the greens. You are now scrambling to save bogey at that point, not just par. He went backwards with a one over 71. We know uh, key for him will be figuring out how to keep it in the fairway, giving him good looks. Uh, into the greens, being on the right side of the greens. And then if his putter gets hot, he can climb right back up. He's still in position at four under. Uh, He's only five back. uh, And the trick for them will be dealing with the weather, which is uh, not good right now and expected to get worse as the day goes on. Uh, 2 p.m. local time, so at noon, just as the last groups are getting on the course starting their rounds. 50 to 50% chance of precipitation, uh, winds out of the north, 12 to 18 miles an hour, gusts up towards 30 miles an hour. And so nobody, though, really going low in the early rounds. Uh, on the course right now, Lucas Glover, Sebastian Munoz at two under through 14. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama is one under through 11. Uh, Laura Cantor out of England, uh, two under starting his round. Those are the only guys on the course right now that are in red numbers. Uh, Most of the guys uh, shooting over par. And so nobody is going to go out and get away from these guys. Tiger is five over through seven holes. He's plus eight now. Uh, quickly going the other direction. So uh, if you're unable to control the golf ball off the tee, get it in the fairway. Uh, It's going to be a long, long Saturday for guys. We didn't get the fill. And quite frankly, I think that was the story. There was a lot of talk about Phil not being there to defend his title coming in. Where's he going to show up next? What's going on with him? And uh, but the the event started and it's a major event. And the field is there, and it is deep, and uh, it hasn't been much of an issue since, which is nice. I think the focus does need to be on the golf, and uh, guys putting on a show, guys going low. Bubba Watson, we talked about tying the course record. Uh, Here was his thoughts uh, after his round, and can he still, in his 40s now, win another major? 
when that wind died down, you just felt like you had a chance to, to score. I'm not saying it was easy by any means. You know, I just hit some putts, uh, hit some shots that, that helped me. Um, you know, my whole goal was to make the cut. So I was just trying to stay ahead of the cut line. And um, every time I made a birdie, I just kept saying I was one more, one more to the good. And I think I, I laughed. I made, made fun of my caddy on, like, number 12T. I think I said I had to shoot seven over the rest of the way to make the cut. So I was always taking that, trying to figure out what that was. Because around here, the golf course can, can get you really fast. And that'll be what most of the guys have in mind today. The rain is starting to come down. And uh, Tiger has found it uh, difficult going. So the leaders, uh, Rory McIlroy going off at 11.30. Then it's Bubba Watson and Justin Thomas at 11.40. Mito Pereira and Will Zalatoris at 11.50. CBS will pick up the coverage uh, 10 or 11 this morning. ESPN has the early round coverage for you uh, both today and tomorrow. Should be a spectacular time. Again, we'll be off next Saturday. Everybody enjoy Memorial Day. Hopefully you've got tee times lined up. Maybe you're going going somewhere, uh, the coast, central Oregon, southern Oregon, wherever it might be. And then uh, we'll be back the first Saturday in June. Oh, Tiger's embedded in the side of it. That's horrible. Uh, Sorry, I was distracted by some video there of a uh, horrible lie. But that's what's going on. Center and Saint coming up next. Thanks to Will uh, running things. We'll be back with you. We'll check in on the Women's U.S. Open and uh, recap the PGA Championship for you again in two Saturdays. That'll do it. I'm Jason. Hit them straight. Did they find my ball? Trying to make things a little less penal. Not making it so penal for players. One, two, three, four, five. Look, I'm I'm in the rough quite a bit. So yeah, you are. somebody out there with a big wooden paddle and <laughs> you know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Features in Europe. Uh this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.